Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, March 24th, 2021. The Biden administration doubling down on a call to action to deal with America's gun crisis. We'll discuss that. Plus, the Senate holds its first hearing on the Democrats' sweeping voting rights proposal. And finally, the Biden administration's efforts at transparency with the border crisis aren't good enough. In the wake of several mass shootings in recent weeks, the gun control conversation has yet again become the center of attention in Washington, D.C. And yet again, there seem to be no signs of an actual break in the polarized congressional politics around guns. President Biden on Tuesday urged the Senate to take action on background checks and an assault weapons ban. But at least one Democrat, West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin, says that he is opposed to the House-passed background check bills, and there's no sign of breaking the filibuster. That leaves the big question, what kinds of executive actions is President Biden willing to take? Something White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said is under an internal review process, but there were no specifics on what we can expect from the president. However, Vice President Kamala Harris said don't look first to executive actions. She was on CBS this morning putting the responsibility in Congress's hands. Let's be clear about this. There is the piece about executive action, but if we pass legislation, it's permanent. If the Congress acts, then it becomes law. And that is what we have lacked. That is what has been missing. It's actually really interesting to hear Kamala Harris, of all people, discuss the need for legislation, not executive actions, in order to get some more permanent-style solution to this epidemic of gun violence in America. I say that because it was Kamala Harris as a candidate for president back in 2019, making the case that if she were elected president, she would come in, she'd give Congress a few days to figure out if they can do something, and then she would move ahead with executive actions. She said that she was going to be able to ban the importation of all AR-15-style assault weapons. She was going to be able to mandate near-universal background checks and other measures. In fact, it was then-candidate Joe Biden who said, you actually need legislation if you're going to get some permanent solutions to this crisis. But of course, this denies the political reality for the Biden White House. The votes simply aren't there right now in Congress to move forward with action. So while they would like to see legislation, while they would like to put this onus on the Congress, it's actually going to be on the Biden White House to come forward with some executive actions to chisel away at this enormous problem. Now, here's what else matters today. As lawmakers on the state level, in state after state across the country, are doing battle over voting rights, the United States Senate is moving ahead with its own process on trying to pass S-1. That's the name of the legislation that is the sweeping voting rights bill introduced by Democrats last week. The bill aims to expand voting access nationwide, but Republicans believe it is a move that is just purely a political power grab. Instead of doing what you should be doing when you lose an election in a democracy, attempting to win over those voters in the next election, Republicans instead are trying to disenfranchise those voters. Shame on them. This is clearly an effort by one party to rewrite the rules of our political system. This is nowhere near ready for prime time. 
Much like the gun issue, the votes aren't there for this piece of legislation right now in the United States Senate. Even though Democrats control the Senate, that narrow 50-50 split, as you know, means that any one senator can trip things up for the majority party. Once again, Joe Manchin of West Virginia is at the center of the action. He made clear today that in its current form, he does not support this voting rights legislation. He would like to make some changes. He doesn't rule out supporting some version of it in the future. So this begs the question now. With big-time priorities, like dealing with gun violence, like the issue of voting rights in America, are Democrats going to move forward with their attempts to get rid of the filibuster in the United States Senate? Because neither one of these pieces of legislation have even close to 60 votes. But if they got rid of the filibuster and they were able to do this on 50 votes through the United States Senate, then the Democratic mission to accomplish these big priority items becomes much more attainable. In fact, the proponents for getting rid of the filibuster are using both of these issues, guns, voting rights, to show the Joe Mansions of the world that it is time to get rid of the filibuster. They are going to try to put priority after priority forward, perhaps show that it can fail and not get any traction, and then that they would accomplish nothing, and that if they do that often enough, that perhaps they will woo a Joe Manchin or a Senator Cinema to their side, that it's time to get rid of the filibuster to accomplish what they believe their voters sent them to do. And finally today, White House officials, members of Congress, are going to tour a facility holding unaccompanied migrant children in Texas. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said Monday that, quote, the administration has a commitment to transparency to make sure that the news media gets the chance to report on every aspect of what's happening at the border. So today is going to be the first time that press will be allowed into a facility holding migrant children. This is in response to the mounting pressure that the White House has been facing. What's important to understand here is what press is allowed to see today. It's actually not where the massive crisis is. It's an HHS facility. That is where the administration is trying to move children while they await the asylum process to play out. But the images that we saw from Henry Cuellar, the Democratic member of Congress, of children in Customs and Border Patrol facilities at the border, where they're staying far longer than the law says they should be able to stay there, where they clearly are having capacity issues and they are overcrowded, where this is not a place or any kind of conditions that you would expect to see these migrant children to be held— That's where the crisis is right now, also a health crisis given COVID. So what the administration's allowing the press to see today is sort of the aspirational goal of where they hope to be able to move all of these children to await the asylum process to play out. But we are not yet allowed to see the conditions of what's actually happening at the border. And that is a failure at the transparency that the administration has promised. By the way, if you don't think this is a big problem, don't take my word for it. Here again is Vice President Harris this morning. It's a huge problem. I'm not going to pretend it's not. It's a huge problem. And are we looking at overcrowding at the border, in particular of these kids? Yes. Yes. Should these kids be in the custody of HHS, the Health and Human Services, instead of the Border Patrol? Yes. Should we be processing these cases faster? Yes. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.